The Old Pre-Meds Podcast, session number 320. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week, where I take your non-traditional questions and answer them here on the podcast. Before we jump in, though, I want to talk about the MCAT Minute brought to you by Blueprint MCAT. If you are starting off your MCAT prep journey and you have no idea where to go, check out the MCAT podcast first and foremost, and then go to blueprintmcat.com, sign up for a free account, and use their free study planner tool to track and figure out your MCAT prep plan. Tell the, tell the tool when you are planning on taking the MCAT, let them know what your schedule looks like, and the MCAT study planner tool will spit out, <laughs> will we'll do its crunching uh, AI, whatever, machine learning, algorithm, magic, and spit out a schedule for you that you can update as you go. All for free at blueprintmcat.com. All right, let's talk about our question today. Our student asks, uh, or the title at least, is the admissions advisor meeting did not go well. I'm a nurse looking to become a physician. I am also 39 years old. I've spoken with admissions advisors at a few different universities, some of, who, some of whom were super encouraging, but some of whom were really, really not. Today was one that did not go well with a smile and a perky uh AF attitude. She said the words, you know, we obviously do not take age into consideration with our applicants, but a lot of potential applicants over 30 decide that it's not worth their time to go through all this training. I didn't ask that. I didn't even allude to that. I just wanted to know if they had support systems in place for non-trads. She also said that while I'm working full-time, I have to take a full-time load of prereqs to get a 4.0, shadow physicians, and volunteer. I realized that uh, that is normal for traditional medical students minus the working full-time part, but it is not doable for me. Other admissions counselors I've spoken with have said that taking one class at a time as long as I do well while I'm working full-time as a nurse who sees and interacts with physicians all the time is sufficient. But now I'm discouraged and doubting my decision yet again. I'm just so tired. This one's easy for me. <laughs> this one's easy. There are going to be three different types of people on your journey. They're going to be the ones that are encouraging you. They're going to be the ones that are discouraging you. And then they're going to be the ones that couldn't care less. <laughs> they're just like, whatever. Okay, great. <laughs> Go do your thing. All right. You need to stay attracted to the ones who are actively encouraging you. One of the most frustrating things about this path is that there's no one single answer. But that's also the most encouraging thing about this path because students who have struggled at any point in their journey have a chance. They have the ability to get in front of the right person at the right time and get into medical school and prove themselves, prove that they can be amazing physicians. You are the student who doesn't need to prove anything other than the people who are willing to listen to you. I have a, a mentor in the space who says, never sell anyone who's, willing, who's, who's not willing to be sold to. 
As soon as you realize that this person, this one person at one school, there's 200 plus schools in this country. As soon as you realize that this one person gave you the attitude that they gave you, say thank you very much and move on. That person's not interested. You should not be interested as well. That one answer is not the answer to all the schools. You have to be willing to separate the no's from the never cans for all the schools. There will always be schools who tell you no. Even for the perfect applicant, the traditional applicant, the 528 4.0 student, they're going to get no's from some schools. Do you think they jump on the forum and go, I, I was told I, I, I'm not going to get into school because whatever, right? No, they just go, well, okay, great. <laughs> I got into three other schools. That, that may sting, right? Rejection hurts. And that's always the hardest part of this process, especially at the beginning is, is you're like, do, do, I, do I open up my heart and, and show you who I am and, and fear rejection? It's, it's painful, but there are 200 plus schools in this country and many others outside of this country that you could potentially go to. One school or a handful of schools giving you discouraging feedback is just that. You cannot take it and make meaning that no school will take you. You even said in your post, I've talked to encouraging people. They're like, yeah, fine. Do your thing. That's great. Why is this one school getting you down? You just ignore them. It's a, it's the same dilemma. Um, I, I've written several books <laughs> on this journey. And, and I, as I was writing the books and kind of going to forums and listening to other authors and so on and so forth, whatever, uh, the, the entrepreneurial journey as well, this book author journey where you're putting yourself out there. And if I go onto Amazon, there's like 500 five-star reviews. And then there's the one one-star like, but they didn't like me. I'm a terrible person. I have a terrible book, right? Ignoring the other data that's, that has 500 five-star reviews. It's human psychology, right? I understand why you're upset and disappointed. It's human psychology. We, we don't want to feel rejection. But you can't, you can't make that mean that you can't do this path that you're not destined to be a doctor if that's what you want to do. One school does not speak for all schools. In both directions, the positive attitude school doesn't speak for all of the other schools. The negative attitude school does not speak for all of the other schools. They speak for one school. Maybe several campuses, but they speak for one school. That's all. No more, no less. You can't make it mean anything more than that. So stop asking questions. Stop talking to these schools and just go do. Go, go do what you need to do to prove academic capability. Go do what you need to do to prove that this is what you want to do. And yes, I do recommend shadowing a little bit. That's it. That's it. There are plenty of people on this path who are getting in at much older ages than you. 
And yes, you may have found a school or several schools that will discriminate against you because of that. Not technically, because that's illegal, but, but they will. And that's, that's okay. It just is what it is. All right, that's it for today. I hope this was helpful uh, for you to, to continue down this path, to understand one voice does not speak for everyone. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. This is MedEd Media.